Hey there, podcast listener. Welcome to Talking Wealth, the show where each and every week, the Wealth Within team are on hand to teach you how to become a more confident, competent, and more importantly, profitable trader and investor. For more information, products, services, and detailed show notes, including a transcript for this podcast, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the news and media tab in the Hello and welcome to Talking Wealth. This is Janine Cox, Senior Analyst at Wealth Within. In my last couple of podcasts, I talked to you about short-term trading and I decided to continue with the same theme. I gave you a bit of food for thought in relation to how you may trade if you were looking to trade short-term and what things you might consider. Now, you could either trade short-term and backtest your strategy or you could take a larger watch list than what you normally would and then identify the setup opportunities as they occur and consider short-term trades that way. Now, one of the downsides with doing that is you don't have a track record or history of whether that particular strategy has worked well in the past and what the probability of it working well in the future will be. The other aspect to that is that with the backtesting, it allows you to determine how profitable you might be say over the past if you were making a 20% return then that would give you a reasonable confidence that you might be able to continue to do that. It would also give you an indication of how much you might make in any one year which can be great if you're looking to generate an income and you're trying to achieve a certain goal. And that's one of the other things I guess if you're starting out looking to trade short term the first thing you want to be doing is First understand why you're doing it and then set the goals for yourself and make them specific. Put a dollar figure on it, how much you want to generate. For some of you it may be that you want to replace your monthly income or you might decide, depending on your level of skill and confidence in the market, to be conservative and just set a much smaller dollar figure to start with and perhaps see how you go over the first three to six months in applying your strategies and and trading in a short-term style. Something else to think about when you're trading short-term is to also think about what the market's doing at the time when you're trading and have a look at the history of the stock and see whether it tends to track the market reasonably well or whether at times it goes quite out of sync with the market. Look at the individual weekly moves on the weekly chart of the All Ordinaries Index and compare that to the stock that you're planning on trading. Just have a look at the last couple of years at least and see how it went particularly in a decline as well. Um, So perhaps start from say 2015, at the start of 2015 and see what happened on the the chart of the stock that you're looking to trade short term versus the market. It may indicate that when the market rises, and you would think this is a logical um, observation, would be that if the market rises then maybe a share is going to have a bit more momentum behind it, provided you're not going through reporting season and there is an announcement that um, has affected the share price. That would be something you'd have to consider as well when you're looking at the history. At past workshops, we've demonstrated how using cycles analysis can really help with short-term trading. How looking for or identifying the lows in the market, and often a market will or a stock will work to a rhythm. And it may be, say, that on average, that rhythm's around 20 weeks. Well, if you could identify when those lows are coming in approximately every 20 weeks, then you would be able to, to identify when the more higher probability uh, periods on the market or the stock are for you to take an entry. Of course, you'd still want to have a trigger of sorts to be able to enter the stock. Now, whether that 
was a trigger that occurs on the weekly chart, daily chart, a combination of weekly and daily. You need something there to give you a sufficient um, indication that the fall into the low has finished. Because cycles are all about looking at the market and how it moves from lows to highs to lows and then all over again from that low to the next high to the next low. If you've got stocks on your list that move in harmonic or, or repeatable fashions and they tend to unfold quite consistently into these lows, in theory they ought to be much easier to trade. However, you don't need cycles necessarily to trade short term. As I've mentioned before, it may be that there is a simple set of rules that you can apply to the share on the weekly chart that then leads to identification of an entry that provides a short term opportunity to profit from the market. Counter trends is something that's really overlooked by a lot of people. It can be quite challenging to really understand the concept of counter trends and I've been working with a few people who are really getting into the nitty gritty of counter trends with a view to expand their horizons from their medium term portfolio to a more shorter term approach. There can be different interpretations on counter trends and how to actually identify a trigger when you're trading with counter trends. One of the areas that we teach actually the cycles is taught in our CFD course that's one of the um, vehicles you can use for short-term trading. If you're wanting to trade short and long you can trade shares short-term and there are quite a few people who are doing that at the moment. Uh, one of the ladies who's she's a student of ours and has been for a while she's um, given up her full-time role and is now trading um, for a living. She's not trading full-time in the sense that she's always on the computer. The amount of time that she spends on the computer and preparing for her trades is totally up to her. But the important point about that is that she has time to do the things that she really wants to do. When trading short term, one of the other important areas is not just the strategy that you use, it's also managing your psychological bank account. So the financial bank account is really important to be able to lock some of those returns away, but also the psychological bank account is important. And when you take some profits along the way, that helps to build that psychological bank account. So it may be that you create a strategy that's going to be as soft as possible, as gentle as possible, if you like, on your psychological state. By that I mean that you may be able to weave into your strategy a different type of exit using rules, however, um, a strategy that allows you to take some of the money off the table during the trade. So think through the rules that you know for the students who have already come through our courses. For those who are just starting to get interested in what we're doing and are looking for an approach, then I suggest that you talk to someone in the office about what your options are. There are a number of uh, learning options that we have available for all different uh, backgrounds, for people who have different amounts of time available to put into this and different amounts of money. I hope you've enjoyed my discussion this week, as brief as it was, to finish off this segment on short-term trading. For some of you, I look forward to chatting with you via email through our trading support service. And for others of you who may decide at some point that you would like to invest with us through our direct equity managed account service. I'm Janine Cox, Senior Analyst at Wealth Within. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. For more information, products and services, and detailed show notes with the transcript for this podcast, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the News and Media tab in the navigation.